saw an eagle on a pole I think it was an eagle Watched a shadow fly across the cement I woke up in the snow All the trees were crowds of people No coat, no shoes, no idea where they went I followed the fence line thin Back where the yard begins My woman, she stood crying like a man So where have you been? was done L-C-A-L-O-S-S-O so Just don't go telling everyone Thought the kettle was a train Thought that Monday was a door frame I tried so hard to finally settle Piano rag I never could Get used to happy sounds But I hope the world's exposed A cruel and elaborate hoax That convinces me to walk Without a cane
LCA low as a soul Just don't go telling everyone The energy right now is the kind that affects everybody. There's no one immune to this pull and drive, this chaos and crazy. There never has been and there never will be. Not really. Just people that ignore it. And then the people that lean. As long as some people ignore it, there will be people that lean too far into it to fill in the void, to balance things out. There are people that pay millions of dollars to record what they're saying, and I walk around my house on an iPhone that granted will cost us what feels like an arm and a leg, but it's in payments and bite-sized portions, and they keep telling us we can do it, so we listen. We go ahead because it's pretty fucking cool technology. I was just talking to, okay. Who was it? It was at Roadside Shaman. That's who it was. And then it's going to edit back to me being confused about who it was. All right, here we go. Sorry. I was paying attention to my childhood story. So at Experiment House and I were speaking and she's got shows on here as well. Um, I think... She does the fireside chats, maybe? I don't know. I gotta get this all straight. It's embarrassing, isn't it? We'll go back and listen. That's what we'll do today because I need distraction because the time's gonna go by anyway. What other people are gonna do is gonna happen anyways. And maybe I could influence it, maybe not. Maybe my influence that I thought would be good, maybe my, my version of splitting the atom would blow up Hiroshima. And they'd all be dead and poisoned because I thought I was doing something good. And I sat with that realization for a really long time that, you know, once you create something, it's going to be you create both sides of the stick. And is that good or bad? Or should we do anything at all? Is it worth it? Is there a God? Can you hear me? And there is and there isn't both sides of the stick there, too, eh? Have you ever really listened to the other side's argument on anything? Uh, Not just like a friend that believes something else for like a minute or like even over coffee, but like, have you ever gone and researched something you totally didn't believe in that you thought was total cuckoo crap crazy? Did it kind of make you think, I could believe in this? They're not so crazy. This makes sense. If I was living that lifestyle, if I was doing those things... If I knew the same people they did and had the same experiences and DNA and genetic everything, then maybe I'd think that that was important too, those values. In my mind, my brain is calling to the front every group I don't agree with. Hi, darling. Are you alright? Let me see. Can you tell me what happened? Show me where. Does it hurt? You went sideways with your chips. We'll make sure Mocha doesn't eat your chips. Here. Oh, she won't do it. You got enough? Are you hurt anywhere? Oh my goodness. 
Your face is a little warm from your surprise. You don't look to be hurt, though. Let me know if it feels bad. You want me to All right, let's go. Let me carry you now. I can do that. I can carry you. You're my little boo-boo. What do we want everybody to know? Why use a microphone? Why publish anything? The long, dark tea time of the soul. Most people listening, you've been through it, you're in it. You don't know if you'll ever be out of it, really. Everybody's experience is different. It always makes me think of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy when I talk about the long, dark tea time of the soul because the same author, Douglas Adams, he wrote um, a few other books and series. And one of them's called The Long, Dark Tea Time of the Soul. Oh, my goodness. What was that? You want that on the ground? You want those on the ground, too? What else goes on the ground? Oh, the paintbrush. Yeah? Do you want to put that down? Do you want to get down, or are we still walking? You dropped your chippies. Momo's going to get them. Is that okay? We got more. I hear music. I love that you all come with me and bear with me while I talk to my child. I have no idea how many listeners we get. I don't know if anybody listens at all. I could be talking to dead air. And I guess I can make peace with that when I keep in mind both end of the sticks that it's possible, possible ultimately, that nothing matters at all. It makes things pretty easy. And when you get too far into that, I guess that's where we get our, get our people to go a little too far that way. A little too far into the nothing matters. And we teeter-totter. And ideally, I guess if it's better, if we're acknowledging the fact that we don't claim to know the ultimate knowledge just yet, then maybe from where we're sitting there's a little bit more to learn. If we admit that... then we can admit that it's possible within that ultimate knowledge that still nothing matters. That it matters, but it doesn't matter. That we, while we've noticed the polarities, we haven't found anything except potentially source or God or whatever that doesn't have both things. You're going to lick right into the microphone. I'm going to listen to you licking. Now puppy licks. Good boy. All right. Hold on. So if nothing matters and everything matters and both ends of the sticks are invented and it's, it's possible even that within the ultimate, 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 that holds true, then what are we going to do? I suppose then the only thing that matters is what our experience is. And so far in my experience, I have found that operating as if everything super matters and offering 
operating as if everything doesn't matter feels terrible. It's not a happy or joyful experience. And joy seems to matter significantly. Especially in life expectancy, doesn't it? I'm pretty sure every, every everything has made a pretty strong connection between happiness and longevity. Not to say that everyone that passes away from some cause is unhappy. I don't believe that. I think people can be quite happy and beat all sorts of ends at all sorts of ages and times. And that's what I've witnessed. I often wonder, and I take to heart all the reports from near-death experiences that say versions of this. Some don't. That there's a, if not all, there's an element of planned or chosen paths that we operate in. That there is a... Toddlers just really throw themselves against you, don't they? My mom once gave me the image of the lion laying there with all the cubs crawling and pawing all over it. And it laying there and looking itself in the sun or giving that kind of far off stare. That's one I use a lot, especially being around little kids. Working with kids for a long time, it was very fun. I miss it very much. You can really, you know, the innocent stuff is just amazing. It's always been so far from my personal experience that it would like in any way serve to just hurt a child like it just doesn't like in any way serve me in my mind to do that and I wasn't raised where it did it wasn't a way to keep law and order or anything like that um and it's arguable I mean I don't know what way is better again both ends of the stick I guess no extremes but when we're I don't know when we were growing up That was definitely off the table. I didn't ever feel like physical violence was going to happen. And raising my own kids, it's been really different because I lived... The the only boy in my house was my dad, who was a very peaceful kind of guy. He doesn't really... uh, I mean, he has, you know, a personality that has aggression in it at times because that's what people have to have to be a well-rounded human, but I've never seen him get in a fight. He's not, you know, he's not that physically angry guy. I never worried about it. Period. I don't know. And it's been weird growing up now, being a grown-up now, and having my first son who was so physically driven... And now I have another one coming up, and it'll be interesting to see what the differences and stuff are to see if, um, you know, like, I, I'm just thinking about it because he plopped himself down on me like that, and he's he's starting to explore his body more and grab stuff and, and really branch out. And um, 
yeah, just the development differences will be interesting. Um, sharing custody with my other son, my first son, I just never, uh, I never know, like, you know, the day-to-day. I choose to stay out of it. It's not only what the court says, but it keeps, um, it respects boundaries because I want my boundaries respected and I think it encourages trust and teamwork. Um, the evidence around me is that, you know, the ideal thing is to have a working functional relationship and it's much harder to have that when you have um, hurtful comments in your past. So limiting as few of those happen really makes it easier in the future to get along because they don't have memories of being called that or accused of that or, you know, whatever. So finding ways to talk and navigate things where, you know, everybody feels respected is a learning curve and doesn't happen immediately and takes forever. And you fuck it up all the time. And you do the best that you can. You don't fuck it up all the time. That's a cop out. It'll be fine. Just keep it as your goal. That's all we can do is kind of aim there and balance. And if ever anybody was perfect, it'd be totally different. But nobody is. Or has been. It's unattainable. Because what we're calling perfect isn't actually perfect. What we are actually is in the everything. You know, we're all just a function of the organism kind of view. We couldn't be any different than we already are. Circling right back to the beginning there. So that's a good place to cut it. Alright, I love you madly, truly and deeply. We're socked in and smoke. It's terrible here. Um, I'm starting prep work for Harvard courses. And the deal is I found this adult extension program for people who don't already have degrees through Harvard where a good portion of it can be online and uh, if you get above I think it's a B I know it's a B in one course but I don't know about the other courses um, then you're admitted to a the degree course because you've proven essentially that you can do well in Harvard courses so lifelong dream kind of shit here um, I can't believe this even exists I can't believe that it's been made you know, pretty affordable. Um, when you look at the long-term kind of benefit, if it's something that you know you want to do, I know a lot of people, you know, do this stuff before they really know or whatever, and then stuff feels wasted or taken advantage of, and I think that that definitely happens as well, but education is just so cool and so important. And uh, information sharing. That's why I do this. That's it. Let's share. What's your thoughts? What are you going through? I know just from experience that people that resonate will find it and have things to say of their own. And I'm toying with the idea of doing shows where I talk with uh, my friends mainly. I have very interesting, cool friends all over the world. And um, I would love to figure out, you know, it's not hard. I could do it in a moment. So hopefully... That'll be in the works there. If you'd like to find me on Instagram, my name on there is Angela Jameen, J-A-M-E-N-E. It's my first and middle name. 
and was my name on Instagram a long time ago. It then was Between Blue Worlds. It was a bunch of other shit, too. Um, so Between Blue Worlds is now kind of my project name, and I'm using my name name for Instagram again. And I'd love it if you came and hung out and played along with November, which I'm super behind on, and maybe we'll do that too. That would be fun. I'd really enjoy doing that. I really like reading tarot, and I really like talking to spirit. That's not the word I want to use for it. What word do you guys use? Maybe I'll do a post about that. I'm not comfortable with a damn one of any of them. They all have so much baggage. I really liked the idea of all learning that old language that Holly had. Or not old language, but specific language. I forgot what it was called now, but we got Babblefish or something, or got Duolingo. And we got pretty far. Esperanza! That's what it is. I know you were yelling into the... The ether to tell me. The ether being Mark. <laughs> it's it's Esperanza. I think that's what it is. I hope I'm right. I thought that was cool. But maybe we just make it up our own. And then it drops all that baggage and stuff. Maybe that's where that's what we're doing right now. The unfolding and blossoming. Of the red rose of our future. Alright, Root Shocker gurus. I love you. And uh, I think that really is it now. All right, have a good day. Try to make it fun. Father, can you hear me? How have I let you down? I curse the day that I was born. So oh.